Welcome to Choir Talks. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church in Madison, Mississippi. Choir Talks is my podcast that is similar to the talk that I would give on a Wednesday night choir rehearsal. Thus, it's called Choir Talks. This year, uh, as I'm reading through the Bible, I've made it to 1 Samuel. And I came across a really great story in there, a story that contains one of the most powerful prayers that any believer could pray. It's found in 1 Samuel 3, and it's the story of Samuel as a small boy. He's serving in the tabernacle under the direction of Eli, the chief priest. One night, uh, he hears a voice calling to him. And so he goes and wakes up Eli from his chamber and asks him what, what he needs. And Eli says, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. The same thing happens a total of three times, and finally Eli realizes that it is God who is calling Samuel. And so he says to Samuel, go back and lie down, and if you hear the voice again, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Of course, it is God speaking to him. And so the voice comes again, and Samuel obediently says, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. That's the first time in his life that he heard God's voice or was had a communication with God. He went on to be a great prophet and the great leader of the religious community of Israel uh, during his time. So this story is how God spoke to one particular individual in a very unique way. And yet, the more I read through the Bible, the more I'm convinced that God speaks to all of his children in various ways. Jesus said this in John chapter 10. He said, my sheep Listen to my voice. And again, in John 16, he says, When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you. So uh, Jesus obviously believed that God would be speaking to his followers um, a lot. And so uh, what does that look like? I mean, I've never heard the audible voice of God, and yet there are moments in my life when there were mo- uh, when I felt like God was speaking to me, calling to me, just like He called to to Samuel, not an auto- audible voice, and yet real n- nonetheless. As a young man, about seventeen years old, I sat down one night to read through a, a devotional book and was just uh, reading some scripture. And as I read through that devotional book, the devotion for that night was uh, entitled Called to Serve. And as I was sitting there with that open Bible and that open book, I believe I heard the voice of God. I heard, uh, had some sense that God was calling to me. And so from that night forward, I understood that God was calling me into um, vocational service to serve the church. And so I said yes to that uh, because I believed that it was a moment when God was calling. There have been many moments in, in my life and in our life as a, as a couple. My wife served as a long time as an advocate in the youth court dealing with troubled teenagers. Um, one night there was a, a teenage runaway, and there was no place to put her except to send her to jail. And uh, I had, had just sat down and was reading something and thinking about the fact that God was a rescuer when my wife called me and said, hey, this is what's going on. And so together, I think we heard the voice of the Lord, and we brought that girl home and allowed her to stay in, in our house um, until 
there was an appropriate place for her to go. Um, because of that experience, we also began to think that we were hearing the voice of the Lord, recognizing that there were more teenagers like her that had needs. They needed uh, a safe place where they could sit and talk through issues in their lives, and they needed adults who would love them and who would try to be a godly voice in their lives. One of the kids that was under her and in her drug court, uh, one day she spoke to him and she said, "With why don't you pray about that? And the kid said to her, why would I do that? And when he said that, I think that she heard the voice of God reminding her about the need that kids would have for spiritual guidance and a place to go. So um, we joined together and started a group for teenagers called Metamorphosis that we did for seven years and uh, saw many, many kids come through and were able to give them, them counsel. It's just uh, an example of how God used circumstances and people in our life for us to hear the voice of God like Samuel did. One day, the pastor's wife came by my office after a Sunday morning, and in passing, she mentioned to me that the local jail needed somebody to come in, a chaplain or somebody who would come in and speak with the men there and teach the Bible. Uh, She didn't ask me to do it in particular, but as she spoke that, I began to feel like I was hearing God's voice, and I said yes. And I spent the next seven years... uh, going to the jail there, and I met many guys who were hungry to hear the Word of God and met many guys who needed someone to come along and pray with them, and I met some who needed Jesus and ended up giving their heart to the Lord. One of An example of one of those um, was a young, young man who was in prison, in jail there, and when he got out, he uh, called me, and he said, I'm coming to join your church Sunday morning. And that didn't happen because that Saturday night he was arrested. Uh, And when he was arrested, um, I began to feel like maybe I was hearing the voice of the Lord. I called my wife and, uh, you know, it turned out that we had some unexpected money in our account and I've never bailed anybody out of jail. Didn't think that would be something I would do in my life. And yet um, the Lord provided and whispered in our ear and um, we bailed him out of the particular situation that he was in. And he got to go home and be with his estranged mom who was dying of cancer. And within two weeks, she passed away. He was able to see her and and reconcile with her um, when otherwise he would have been in jail. A God whisperer, a God speaking allowed him uh, through a third party to be with her. Uh, Another time, there was a moment where I feel like God spoke to us as a couple. Um, There was an opportunity presented for people here in our church to adopt a college exchange student. Uh, And I say adopt, I don't really mean that. Just befriend them and to be a family uh, that would be have an open home to them. And so uh, we made place in our family and in our hearts for two uh, young women from China. they were wonderful, and we enjoyed those moments, but there was uh, some sense of God calling about it. That opportunity came to us because I feel like God was moving in their lives and called us to uh, say yes to that opportunity. Um, when she got ready to go back to China, she had never been to church, of course, and, and had 
little exposure to Christianity, and yet the uh, time that she was here with us and with our family impacted her and opened her heart to the gospel. And when she got ready to go back to China, she said, Dad, and she called me Dad, uh, can you help me find the songs that we sang in church? I miss singing all the Christian songs. And then she said to my wife, she said, Mom, can you meet with me via video and teach me the Bible? Um, so because there was an opportunity that God spoke to us and gave us an opportunity, my wife now still occasionally, years later, spends time with her and talks about the Bible with her. Uh, she is a foreign missionary to some extent to someone because we heard the voice of God. There was another young man who came to the metamorphosis group, and uh, he became special to us because we began to hear the voice of God whispering to us in the times that we had with him. His parents were from a different country, and he really struggled to fit in in America. He was very social, and he would do anything that it took to be accepted by the kids around him. He quickly got involved in drugs and and other issues, and we listened to him for several years, talked about how content he was in his life of drug abuse and uh, sexual immorality. Uh, at one point, he said to us, I'm 100% sure that there's no God. Um, but his story was changed, and uh, he's still a story in progress, um, but he did pray to receive Christ, and he did overcome his addiction. About seven years after declaring that he was absolutely sure there was no God, his Facebook status read this, God does miracles. Yes, he does. It's not all success stories. I can tell you of times um, like when I felt like God was calling me to start a Bible study in my neighborhood. I ignored that call until that voice went away. I don't know what God wanted to, to do or would have done through that group. I did not listen to the voice of God. But that's not who I want to be. Uh, I want to be someone who is open and, open and listens for the voice of God and seeks out what he might be saying to me on a regular basis. I want to be like Samuel. There's an old hymn entitled, Hushed Was the Evening. And here's what the third verse of that hymn says. Oh, give me Samuel's ear, the open ear, O Lord, alive and quick to hear each whisper of thy word, like him to answer at thy call and to obey thee first of all. Hey, this week, remember that um, Jesus said that those who follow him know his voice, hear his voice. I want you to encourage you to be like Samuel and say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Have a great week.